0: You are 42% more likely to achieve your goals if they are written down, and you are 76% more likely to achieve those goals if you write action commitments and share weekly progress reports. Imagine that.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Imagine That podcast. I'm your host, Greg Weimer, founder, partner, and wealth manager at Confluence Financial Partners. Each month, we'll explore new ways to help you maximize your life and your legacy. and meet some extraordinary people along the way. So if you're looking to get more out of your life today and legacy tomorrow, let's get started.
0: Hello, everybody. This is Katie Monagazzi here at Confluence. I'm the Director of Marketing and Communication. Today, I have the privilege of having a conversation with Greg, who's usually the host of the podcast. We're flipping seats today. I have the privilege of sitting in the room for all the podcast recordings. And over the few over the past three years we've been doing this, it's been very obvious to me that Greg is a great podcast guest. Um, so I'm taking the role of host today. Greg is a guest, if you will. Um, and we're going to talk about becoming the architect of your future. Um, so this is a phrase that we've thrown, not thrown around, we use in, internally here at Confluence. And it's essentially the framework we use for, we'll say, dreaming, understanding your why, and creating in, you know five-year goals, one-year goals, quarterly goals, daily initiatives, and how that drills down into every single day what you do. Um, so Greg is a great example of somebody who uses this framework very well. So we're going to walk through what it is, how to use it, um, and then I know Greg has some real life examples of how he's done this over his career. Um, so welcome, Greg. Hey, Doug. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds so weird. The becoming an architect, becoming the architect of your future. This is sort of the framework that we've been using internally for associates to plan both professionally and personally. I guess to start off, do you want to walk through the actual framework?
1: Everybody wants to do goal setting. Like, okay, I'm a goal setter. But but you have to ask, like, why is it important? Like, you have to go back and say, and, and I'm sure there's a gazillion of them, but there's a couple – moments in my life when I realized and you know one wasn't that long ago maybe a year or two ago a year ago maybe um, I was on social media and there's this guy Gary V and there was a woman that came running up to him in a cab and said like hey give me some of the greatest advice you can give me and he looked at her and said you're going to die and we all know that but I think when you start and I don't want to start it low but, it, but I, th- I find it motivating like because you, you have to allow it to motivate you you're going to die and so that just helps you with the concept of life short and you know at my age do i have 25 more christmases with my kids i don't know but i know if i only have 25 i'm going to make damn sure every one of them sort of special so i think about you know how many days i have oh, this weekend it's so pathetic i was calculating if i live like 20 more years how many days i have in my life and what is so so you start with that motivation of life is short and there's cert, there's certain things that um I feel like there's certain things that are so true, but we, we just say so often, we don't really hear. And um, one of them's like, grandchildren are the best. And I'm going to tell you, grandchildren are the best. But, but two is life is short. And I think when you really understand that, that gives you a different motivation to make sure you maximize it. That gives you a different motivation to make sure you're living your intentional life.
0: You always say, and I think everybody can agree, a lot of people are really good at dreaming about someday. You know, someday I'm going to do X. Someday I'm going to do this. I'm going to do that. Gonna. They're gonna. I'm gonna. They're gonna. And then, so that's cool. I like to dream. Yeah. Um, And then there are folks that do daily tasks really well. But those daily tasks are just tasks. Yeah. If they're not really connected to your dreaming about someday, you're going to have some issues. And in 20 Groundhog years, day. Just yeah, wonder day. how you end up where you are. This framework does a really good job of connecting the dreaming with the daily tasks and everything in between. Can you share with us back in your career, I think it was American Funds, you had this manifesto.
1: I wanted to fundamentally change the way people thought about investing their money in Western Pennsylvania and West Virginia. And if I did so, if I did that appropriately, I would help people retire without worry and become educated without limit. So that was your dream. I mean, I, uh, yeah, it's been a long time and we had not planned this and it's there. It's It was my passion.
0: Yeah. So I just wanted to note or put into perspective, you have done that really well. Like I think in your career, American Funds, in your career here at Confluence, you've done that really well and you do it every day.
1: And I don't know if we become lazy or more precise, but now at Confluence, it's real simple. We want to help people maximize their lives and legacies. I mean, right? I mean, that's yep. what we want to do. Yeah. And so we're a little more precise than that long paragraph I wrote so- you know back in the day.
0: Yeah, I thought it was I thought it was good though. Yeah. So finding your why. So that was your why back then. Yeah. Um finding your why now. How maybe share a little bit of your why even though it can change but yeah. most times it's the same thing. Um and then maybe confluence our why.
1: Like it's sort of the same cuz um it's all the same. Like I don't really have confluence in my life. It's just I may have told this story on a different podcast, but my wife and I were in Turks and Caicos and a really cool dude and uh, like 80 years old with a bandana that was really successful. Uh, we were at one of those huts on the bar, at a bar, having a drink. And, and he said to me, son, he said, it, it, it's all about figuring out what you're all about all about. And that really caused me to think about what I'm all about, and it's changed over the years. You know, you you just get a different view vision, and you get something that motivates you, and it, you and and you and you probably get a burst of precision. So I thought, you know, I, I want to be an impact. I want to be an impact in people's lives. Like I I want to be, you know, the, the, like like there's hot. We've been blessed in Pittsburgh with great hockey players, whether it's Lemieux or Crosby, and they make everyone around them better. And I don't want that to sound arrogant. I really want to be that person that makes everyone around me better. And and and. And I and I want I want their lives to be better. And in Confluence, I think that can mean, you know, help people literally maximize their life. And the portfolio should support their very best life. And they're going to have a legacy. They might as well design it and be the architect of it. So let's have them. Let and by the way, part of your part of your legacy is is exists while you're alive. You're creating it. You're creating it in moments. So. Um, yeah. So it's really about making an impact and helping people maximize their lives and legacies. And when you can get, and by the way, I really, I really force myself to be, to be vivid in what that looks like in 10 or 20 or 30 or 40, or 50 years, because the more specific I get and what it looks like, the more passion and motivation I have about creating it. So, um, so so I I was listening to some stuff over the weekend. And I realized I probably could get a little clearer on that. Like, what does that mean in in 50 years? I won't be here, but uh, you never know. Um, so yeah, so it's it's it, it it's you just you, you get that vision of the future, then you just keep working on on making it better and crystallizing it.
0: I will mention when we talk about your why and dreaming, um, you are, like it's you will say, but you will fight and get bloody for your dreams. You yep. won't do that for your goals. Yeah. So the passion and the emotion you just shared in that little two minute rant you just said, yeah. like that is super important.
1: There's a sports psychologist, Bertella. He does a lot of the pro golfers. And, and I, I heard him speak. We were at Pebble Beach. And so Bertella came out to speak, with Josh, which was sort of cool. And he said, Martin Luther King said, I have a dream. He didn't say I have a goal. So you will get bloody, you will fight, you will have motivate, you will be motivated, you will be inspired to meet your dream. A goal, you'll you'll work at it. Goals are good. Dreams are better.
0: Yeah, so finding your why, dreaming. It needs to be emotional and really get you fired up inside, which is very obvious. You've, you've done that. Okay, so you have this massive dream. You have this idea that you want for your life, your, for your family, over your lifetime. How do you filter that down to, we go down to five-year. Yeah. That actually seems like it goes from really big to really small really quickly, but um, we always say, what does great look like in five years? Yeah. So how do you think about taking that big dream putting it down into 5-year increments?
1: Well the reason it's 5 years is cuz 20 felt long. I started with my 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 20-year goal. So I really started I think I, I think I was if you don't have beach at time you got to have beach at time. And beach I don't know where your beach, beach at, at time? time. Beach at time is like it when we go away, I have a, I have a little picture in our house in Naples that says, you know, my other office and it, and it's a it's a it's a chair on the beach. And and you need dream time. So um, I had beach at time in at a family vacation in Hilton Head and I sat there and I thought about, okay, so what do I want the next 20 years to be like? And what do I need to do like, you know, daily to make that happen, which is cool. And I still do that. But, but for a lot of people thinking about 20 years is like way too, like, it's just, it's just like too much. So you should have that. But then what we really do personally and professionally in Confluence is we say, okay, five years, you start with the end. You don't take your current whatever and multiply times whatever. You say like, okay, for me to like kill it, for me to be like high fiving in five years, like what what is my what do I need to look like? What is it? It could be your health. It could be your wealth. It could be what it could be whatever that is. What has to happen in five years for it to be awesome? And so you have to have quantitative, qualitative. And so we put together our five-year goal and say, okay, in five years, I think I think all of. Confluence knows what our five-year goal is, I hope. Um, but we have a pretty specific, here's what we want to be in five years. And and, I, and our clients will benefit from that, and our associates will benefit from that. But but we're pretty precise on where we want to be in five years from service, et cetera.
0: I think this is a good point, um, a good time to bring up the art of pivoting. Oh, yeah. That's a, I don't, a buzzword that you use, a word that you like, a yeah. theme. When we said five-year goals, once you identify those five-year goals, it's probably it probably behooves you that you need to pivot. You have to pivot. If you want to accomplish things, you have to understand that you have to, there's different seasons of life. In between those seasons is pivoting.
1: Life happens and things happen. A great running back, you know, a great running back can pivot and go in a different direction if they have to, to find the open space so they can score. And you have to be able to pivot. You have to be able to change speeds. And, um, I think if you're going to lead a business or if you're going to be successful, you have to know when to pivot. And, and in Confluence, um, I think we pivot pretty well, and I think we change speeds pretty well. You know, I mean, hopefully by the time people are listening to this, the down market is over, but my guess is it may not be. And um, we're pivoting. I mean, we are we are really thinking through our, uh, we're thinking through everything and making sure that we're doing everything humanly possible to communicate well and invest well for our clients. You gotta pivot.
0: So you have your, your dream, five-year goal. Now we're talking about annual initiatives, annual goals confluence I'm thinking about our five-year plans and me being marketing and understanding what my one-year initiative needs to be over the next what well, we haven't drilled down into quarters even right now but um annual goals how if you could give some advice on how to take the five-year goal and then understand each year what do I need to do
1: yeah, so you have to like take that 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 five year big vision, and you say, okay, so what does that mean mathematically has to happen? What does that mean, like initiative Y has has to happen? I, listen, I'd like to do all of the. I'd like to. I, my, I don't have, like. I'd love to take the whole five years and put it in the next quarter, and um, and people try to do that and they get nothing done. So you say, okay, these are these are all important. But when you build a house and you're the architect of your future, you you build certain foundations so then you can ultimately do the decorating. And so you you look at it and you say. And 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 another way to think about it is when if you've ever listened to Stephen Rock, Stephen uh, Covey do the rocks and then how you put the big rocks. There are certain big rocks you absolutely need to get done every year to get those to get to get to your five year vision. So what we do then is we we take the five years, we break it up into annual. Um, we, uh, into the into in the into the individual specific years, and then we put the big rocks that we have to accomplish in every year to get to the five-year vision. So, um, and and then by the way, in the next the ones that are going to happen in the next year, like fourth quarter, good news. And I I know this may be over already, but in this quarter, I think we have all of our rocks uh, pretty well met, and it, it, so I think we're good. Um, but, but, we, but we put together our rocks. And so then if, if, it's, in, if it's over the next year, we will, we will then break it down quarterly. And so, okay, so in the next year, we can't do all of them in the first quarter like we want. What do we have to do quarter by quarter when you're one year out? So, so we're taking our, our what's it all about all about. We're saying what does five years look like? So we're on that trajectory. And what do we need to get done annually to get to five years? So we're matching our activity with our vision.
0: This seems like it's like Pandora's box, but annually goes down to <laughs> yeah, quarterly. No, 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 you know,
1: you know those little dolls, they open right, up that's keeps exactly. what well, is like I that I don't know what though. that's called. I don't either, but, it, but it's what it is. Yes,
0: yes. So quarterly initiatives, so I will, so obviously when you identify the annual goals, initiatives you need to accomplish that are like, just need done, it's a, it's a fact of life. Quarterly, accel, quarterly accelerators is what we call them here at Confluence. Um,
1: if you pivot, you gotta start to accelerate.
0: Right. Yeah, so they're or or it's a stop. Right, they're goals but you're accelerating into the quarter. Yeah. Um so for example, and I've never done this, but a lot of people like have a word of the year. Yeah. Type thing that might be like the theme of the year, but yeah. we have for when we're recording this now, it's the fourth quarter of 2022. And we think it's really important for us to engage with our clients and our network and our friends and whoever because the market's not great right now. We can all agree if hopefully that's not the case when this podcast comes out, but who knows. But our word is engage. So that word triggers in our heads, how we are going to accelerate in the fourth quarter and help our clients get through this time. We don't always have a word, but that's the word for the quarter. But that word informs all of us at the confluence, whether it be the advisor level, Associate I, I, level I feel like
1: I need to go into the engagement. Your level, right? maverick. That's a No, no, no. <laughs> okay, <laughs> we won't do maverick. that.
0: But anyway, that word really helps us understand. But we do what that we internally, need
1: to do. right? Engage right. maverick. Yeah, it's yes. time to
0: engage. It's time to engage. So, as a team, that word to us for the team means something for everybody differently in, in the team. But the whole theme of the quarter is engage. So, I don't know if that's helpful for on a personal level. If you're listening to this and you're not a part of Confluence internally, but um,
1: and by the way, we want we want to have a thousand engagements. And that's the, uh, this quarter, so then we will, we will engage, and then we will all be at Nemecolon celebrating in, I think it's, I forget what it is, April, April or something like that. Yep. We're gonna take all of our associates, all of them, and their spouses, or significant others, to Nemecolon to celebrate that we engaged. Yeah. And we're gonna celebrate the fact that hopefully those engagements helped a bunch of investors. That's right. What are quarterly accelerators? What are the three things that I really need to change, accelerate, pivot, this quarter? I think if you get four, five, six, seven, it's too many. What are the three things you really need to get done this quarter? It's not your normal activity. It's a change. It's an acceleration of something or it's something you're doing different. What's your, what's your three things that you need to get done that, that are really going to be game changers in your life, your career, our business, whatever that is. So, um, everybody has three of those that are by the way, in line with your annual goals. So that's all, it's like, you know, you can see how it's that thing, right? So, it goes to your quarterly goals. What you're doing is you're taking your five-year goal, you're looking at it, you're looking at your year, and you're saying, okay, I get it, now what do I need to do in this this quarter for the end of the quarter for me to make significant headway on that five-year goal?
0: And if you do that four times a year? Magic. Magic. Three things you're doing this quarter, how do you filter that down into your daily activities?
1: Yeah, so I own your calendar. Like, if people are like, it amazes me people don't own their calendar and they just let it happen. Your calendar, and if you think about it, it's true, Your calendar is your life. And a day is part of that calendar. And it amazes me how many people are not intentional about what they do that day. And it could be a date with your spouse. It could be something business oriented. But we encourage people to really come to the office and enter the day with intention, and that means that you should be doing things that are in line with your quarterly, five-year, and what's it about? Now we all have to go to the grocery store, and I understand that's not like you know what like what you're all about, but you but we all have time to make sure we plan the day. So so I put on my daily goals every day. I write my things I need to do, my tasks across the top every day. I put. Um, I put my three goals, so my three accelerators every day are across the top, so they're top of mind. I put some things I'm measuring there every day, certain amount of things I want to get accomplished, they're there. And then I think the most important is the NMW, my no matter what, my no matter what is the one thing I need to get done that day, that um, if I only did one thing, it would it would put me on the trajectory of my five year goal or the firm's five year goal. So, um, by the way, if you do your most important thing, if you just did that one thing, the most important thing every day, um, if you're working on spiritual, maybe it's reading the Bible, whatever your thing is, and it can be different every day. Mine is different virtually every day. If not, it's just the normal stuff. But you know, you put your no matter what. But if you but if you if you really really think about where you want to be, and you realize life is short, and you realize you're going to die. And so you really realize that when you look out 20, 30, 40 years, that you're going to look back. And when you look back, how are you going to be remembered? What did you do? Did you make an impact? Did you live your dream? And then you have to say, okay, so what do I need to do to go in the right way, go in the right direction in the next five years? And then when you break that down from five years to no matter what, um, you have a way better chance of getting to the end and feel like, you know, you you did your very best. You did life. It didn't do you. So
0: listening to you go through that framework again, I think it's somebody might listening to this might say, wow, he sounds really obsessed with he is. planning and goal playing. <laughs> no, he is. I can attest to that. But that kind of reverts back to when I said at the beginning, the sports psychologist Martin Luther King said, I have a dream, not a goal. You'll get bloody. You'll sweat. You'll get your uniform dirty for a dream. So being obsessed is part of that. You have
1: to yeah, be obsessed, but it's not. Yeah, and it's and, you know we talk about it all the time in confluence. I, I probably mentioned it on a lot of podcasts. I mean, we don't work and we don't play. We just live. So I'm also obsessed at enjoying getting a break and being in Naples. Now, do I still think about work? Yeah, I love it. I mean, I love it. But um, part of my goal was to have a place in Naples so I can share Thanksgiving with my entire family this year in Naples. So it's not just, you know, growth of a business or improving ex- our experience in the business. It's, it's also, I, I mean, the house in Naples for me was about sitting around the table at Thanksgiving by the pole, enjoying time with my children and grandchildren. So it's not just an obsession with a five-year business goal. It's just really trying every day, you know, to to understand I'm gonna die.
0: Thanks for sharing all that. Not only do we do this internally at Confluence, but we help clients understand the importance of life is short, you're going to die, let's help you plan, you know, a plan that maximizes your life and legacy. We would love to help anyone listening, our clients, Community friends network. We really live by this. We think we're good at it, but we'll always get better. We're not. We haven't really figured it out, but
1: yeah. So I, it's, for clients, listen, it's like I don't want to go in there. We're gonna to have to dream about twenty years and like everybody light, like not Francis, <laughs> like that movie Stripes. No, um, you know everybody thinks about it differently, and 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 like fly fishing, we we can match the hatch. I think I think the most difficult part of our job, and yet the most rewarding, is when you can see a client light up. And, um, when you can really you know, talk to a client about what the money's about and what their portfolio is about and what their life's about without, you know, we're not, we're not overdoing it, but you know, you really say, yeah, I've worked hard. This is what I, or I, this is, I want to work hard. This is what I want to accomplish. You can see it in their face. Like when you can see when I want to educate my children, I want to change this charity. I want to like, um, I want to be able to retire and have freedom. Like I, you know, whatever I, um, I remember my mom, when she lit up, she said uh, she wanted to retire because she wanted to be able to get up in the morning and have a cup of coffee and not rush out of the house. And um, I remember that moment. I haven't thought about it for a while, but I remember that moment. And when you can see that in someone's face, it's pretty special. And in our firm, we have the ability to see that in people's face and help them accomplish it.
0: You've said before, it's a really, really good meeting if a client laughs and cries. Yeah. The same meeting, yeah. So. so well, thank we you. the same We will Greg. not make you cry. No, <laughs> unless you really want to. If you get the, you know, the emotions rolling. But uh, yeah, thank you, Greg. This was, uh, I think this is helpful for listeners. Um, It's always helpful to have a conversation with you. So thank you and thanks for being my guest. Hey, thanks, (laughs) I enjoyed it.
1: (laughs) Thank you for listening to the Imagine That Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this episode and welcome you to reach out to Confluence Financial Partners with your questions and comments. If you'd like to hear more episodes, head over to confluencefp.com slash podcasts or find us wherever you get your podcasts.